Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talking Fight, another episode of Boxing News Today. Courtesy of our friends across the pond at Boxing247.com. We're going to start off today's episode uh, with a bit of a preview, if you will, of the upcoming Shakur Stevenson fight, as I see here. Uh, lead article, the homecoming New York native Shakur Stevenson is set to defend unified junior lightweight title against Robson Conciencio. September 23rd at the Potential Center, live on ESPN. Uh, meanwhile, lightweight sensation Keyshawn Davis is set to return in the co-feature. Brick City Boxing superstar Shakur Stevenson is the junior lightweight king, and he'll soon return home to defend his throne, it says. Stevenson, the WBC, WBO, and Ring Magazine champion, puts his hardware on the line against Brazilian standout Robson Cancieso on September 23rd, as I said, taking place in Newark at the Prudential Center. In an eight-round lightweight co-feature, Tokyo's 2020 U.S. Olympic silver medalist, Keyshawn Davis, returns against an opponent to be named later. Um, it's being promoted, as you, yeah, promoted by top rank. I didn't know that, but there it is, top rank. Uh, the sensational Shakur Stevenson is a once-in-a-generation boxing talent, and he's back home in Newark. As a world champion against a worthy contender, said top-ranked chairman Bob Arum. I also can't wait to see young talents like Keyshawn Davis and Bruce Carrington perform on such a significant card. Uh, Stevenson, by the way, is 18-0 and with nine knockouts, and he returns to Prudential Center following a career-best performance in April over Oscar Valdez. He unified two junior lightweight titles in near shutout over 12 rounds and vaulted up the pound-for-pound rankings. Stevenson, a former featherweight world champion, won the WBO junior lightweight strap in, in October with a knockout over long-reigning champion Jamal Herring. In 18 professional fights since capturing a silver medal at the 2016 Rio Olympics, Stevenson has lost a small handful of rounds, establishing himself as, a, as the sport's premier defensive practitioner. The Southpaw stylist comes back to Brick City, intent on maintaining his dominance. Wow. His opponent's record, by the way, is 17-1 and one with eight knockouts, and he made history as Brazil's first Olympic boxing gold medalist, turning pro under uh, top rank spanner uh, less than three months after 2016 Rio Games. Let's move along across the pond to uh, Manchester, where uh, upcoming on uh, September 24th, we're also going to see Joe Joyce take on Joseph Parker. The WBO's top-rated heavyweight contenders will collide at the AO Arena in Manchester, England. Uh, Joyce Parker headlines a loaded UK fight night that will stream live and exclusively in the US on ESPN Plus at 2 p.m. Eastern Time or 11 p.m. Pacific Time. Joyce versus Parker is promoted by Frank Warren for Queensbury Promotions in association with Boxer. That's B-O-X-X-E-R. Uh, the event will also feature the return of seven-weight world champion Amanda Serrano, 42-2-1, by the way, 30 knockouts, who will attempt to unify her WBO and WBC featherweight world titles against unbeaten IBF champ Sarah Mahfoud, who's 11-0 with three knockouts. The fight will be promoted by Frank Warren for Queensbury Promotions in association 
with most valuable promotions as MVP, uh, the, the group that uh, Jake Paul is associated with. Serrano returns to the featherweight ranks after a valiant stand against undisputed lightweight champion Katie Taylor in April, which she lost by a disputed split decision. Serrano has won world titles in every weight class from 115 to 140 pounds and is among the most decorated fighters in women's boxing history. So a quick look here and uh, says here we're talking about uh, Joyce Parker tickets are now available uh, through the BT Sport box office. Um, the winner will capture the interim WBO heavyweight title, by the way, and coverage starts at 6 p.m. on Saturday, September 24th. The juggernaut enters the fight with a record of 14-0, 13 knockouts, and currently holds the WBO International, WBC Silver, and Commonwealth heavyweight titles. In his last fight, the 36-year-old defeated Christian Hammer uh, via fourth-round stoppage. In the other corner, Parker is 32 with 21 knockouts, uh, boasts a six-fight winning streak leading into the bout and is hungry to reestablish himself as a top fighter in the WBO category, having previously held the belt in 2016 following a victory over Andy Ruiz. So good stuff. Uh, <laughs> a little, little sidebar here. Viewers wanting to watch the fight online should visit bt.com slash sportbox office and follow instructions to subscribe and watch it on the web or on the bt sportbox office app and customers can watch on the big screen using google chromecast and apple airplay so there you go uh, some some big fights upcoming and we have uh, another one to mention at the end of the show in the meantime we'll go back in time and take a look at uh, what happened on the weekend NABA middleweight uh, champion, Connor the Kid Coil and super middleweight boogeyman, Yamaguchi the Problem Falcoa of Fire Fist Boxing Promotions, both scored eight-round unanimous decision victories back on September 17th at the Elysee Fitness Center in Tampa, Florida. Fighting in front of a large and vocal group of supporters, Coil met 68-fight veteran Silverio Ortiz of Mexico. Ranked number nine in the world by the WBA, Coyle, Pe Coyle peppered Ortiz with a consistent jab and straight hands. The shorter Ortiz attempted to close the gap and bully Coyle, but was mostly unsuccessful. When the fight was fought in close range, Coyle landed clean shots and blocked most of what was coming back his way. Quickly tiring and visibly frustrated, Ortiz threw hard hooks to Coyle's head, but didn't land anything of note. In the final round, Coyle finished strong and hurt Ortiz with a left hook, but the game veteran finished the fight on his feet. Scores were 80-72 and 79-73 twice for Coyle, a Northern Ireland native who trains out of Pinellas Park, Florida. With the victory, Coyle now improves to 17-0 with seven knockouts. Ortiz, meanwhile, who's faced countless top opponents, slips to 37-32 with 18 knockouts. The 2012 Olympic bronze medalist, Yamaguchi, the problem Falcoa, picked, picked up an entertaining eight-round victory over ultra-rugged Argentine Abel Nicolas Adriel. Falcoa, a native of Brazil who now resides in Florida, got off to a fast start and buzzed Adriel in the opening round. The skilled southpaw controlled in four rounds, displaying excellent speed and pure boxing skills while also mixing in a bit of showmanship. Adriel picked up the pace in the second half of the fight and had his moments, 
but Falco's consistent work earned him a unanimous decision. So Falco's record improves to 22-1-1 one one with nine knockouts, and Adriel, who displayed great chin and incredible will, slips now to 26-25-3 and three with five knockouts. Uh, this was a perfect tune-up fight for Yama, said uh, Caliguer. He's working on a lot of things with head trainer Jim McLaughlin, and Adriel made him work the last five years. Yama's been calling for the best at 160 and now at 168. So it's only up from here. Falco, for his part, returns to ring October 29th, and details will be announced shortly. I'm confused as to who... Uh... Who is Caligier? Must be the manager. Doesn't say in the article. Anyway, that's all about Connor the Kid Coil and Yamaguchi the Problem Falcoa fighting for Fire Fist Boxing Promotions. All right, moving along. Ah, yes. Youngster out of the UK has taken four fight dates for James Scout to step through the ropes with an opponent he should have had on his pro debut. A third paid outing comes when BCB Promotions' next offering at the H Suite arrives in Birmingham with a Friday night fight set for September 23rd. Scarrett was due to be in action two weeks previously in Northampton, but the show was called off by the BB, BBB of C as a mark of respect due to the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. He's again been paired with left-hander MJ Hall, whose first match for both of his previous pro contests before withdrawing for other opportunities. And they were also due to clash in Northampton. Scarrett instead tackled Dean Wilkinson on his June debut before returning to beat Paul Scaife in July. Both were four round points. Whitewashes scored 40 to 36. The teenage welterweight turned over at the age of 18, the youngest of which a pro license can be obtained, and is already engaged to his fiancee. He doesn't turn 19 until 20, uh, December 22nd. Scarrett also had 30 bouts as an amateur and represented hometown outfit Worcester City Boxing Club, where he last featured for in 2021. His unpaid career saw him rack 30 bouts, 18 of them wins, and saw him earn top honors in England schools, junior twice, and youth championships. He said, I pretty much carried on from my last training camp. I was back in the gym on Monday after the fight. It's been mainly about keeping my fitness up. I'm feeling good, and I want to build on what I've already done. Both of my performances have been decent with all rounds one, so I can't complain. They felt like the same sort of opponents. I couldn't really tell them apart. My game is to catch them out and counter punch, and that's worked well. I'm boxing in Southpaw this time, and I haven't come across many of them, so it could be a bit of a test. I was supposed to have MJ Hall a few times before, so I'm hoping it happens this time. I've seen him around at BCB shows before and had a chat with him, so it's nothing personal, and I respect that he's a very experienced fighter. This is, one of, this is my third one in just over three months, so I'll probably have a couple months off after and hopefully get another one in before the end of the year. I've mentioned maybe having a six-rounder after this, and I think I'd be better over the longer distance because it can take me a while to warm up sometimes. Every sparring session that I've had is at least six rounds, and I've been doing a lot with Macaulay Owen, and he's a southpaw, and he's a good prospect as well. So there you go, some... Uh, a bit of a preview there on an upcoming show and a bit of a profile on a youngster, James Scarrett, out of the UK. Let's move along to a highly anticipated fight that was, again, also postponed due to the death of Her Majesty. Unfinished business will finally be settled as the most anticipated female fight of all time 
and has officially been rescheduled for Saturday, October 15th, having been postponed by the BBB of C due to the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II last week. The long-awaited boxer legacy Shields versus Marshall Clash will now take place in just over four weeks' time at the O2 in London. The headline bout, broadcast live and exclusive in the UK and Ireland on Sky Sports, will see bitter rivals Clarissa Shields and Savannah Assassin Marshall collide for undisputed middleweight championship of the world, concluding their decade-long feud. Now, the remaining uh, tickets, by the way, that are left are, are just 25 quid and are available to purchase via boxer.com that's b-o-x-x-e-r.com uh tickets in every other price bracket are now sold out so i guess you're sitting in the the bleacher so to speak um in association with top rank and match from boxing arch enemies michaela mayer and alicia baumgartner feature in a must-see co-main event for the undisputed super featherweight world titles broadcast live on espn plus in the usa in what will be an iconic night of celebration for women's boxing, the full undercard for the first ever all-female card televised in Britain remains the same. Team GB's Tokyo 2020 Olympic gold medalist Lauren Price competes alongside fellow Team GB favorites Karis Ardenstahl, Caroline Dubois, and others who will, look, uh, who will all look to light up the capital on what promises to be a very special evening for the sport. Uh, boxer and the boss of Boxer, Ben Shalom, would like to thank Professional Fighters League and PFL CEO Peter Murray for allowing Clarissa Shields, who is promoted by Salida Promotions, the window to fight on October 15th, given their previously scheduled November 25th P PFL finals. Boxer proudly presents this event in association with official partners at Bet365, Everlast, Wow Hydrate, and Village Hotels. So there you have it, boxing fans. Another headline, another episode full of headlines for you to digest, research, and have a look at. There's a couple of really good fights coming this weekend at you. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Um, remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And uh, join Mike Gore and Cedric Bennett at 4 p.m. for Knuckle Up.